what else did you do on Valentine's Day? <laughs> you didn't ask me about my Valentine's Day. Yeah, because I don't want it to be a sad podcast. Womp, womp. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Welcome back to the Netflix Book Club podcast. I'm hey, Mike Tui. Hey, hey, hey. I'm happy to be here. Joined always, my co-host is right here. His name is Dennis Rooney. It's me. Hey, it's my Dennis name Rooney. is Dennis Rooney. Yeah, baby. Did you hear about uh, that actress who got stabbed? Her name was Reese something. Reese got stabbed? Some famous actress got stabbed. Her name was Reese. With a knife? You stepping on my fucking jokes now? Was that it? Yeah. You heard that one before? That was a big setup for that pun. I was hoping you you never heard that one before. Or you just figured it out. I just put two and two together right here. I know you love a dad joke. Okay. But you say to somebody, oh, did you hear about that famous actress who got stabbed? Her name was Reese. uh, And they go, Witherspoon? And then you go, no, with a knife. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's our episode, guys. Uh, <laughs> that's all I had. Week. That's all I had. So. H- how are you doing, man? Thanks for tuning in. It's I'm, Sunday. We're in the asshole of Brooklyn. I'm great. Last week, we dropped an episode from the can. From the can. Because it was Super Bowl Sunday. You sounded funny last week. Yeah, I'm always funny. Thanks, Dennis. It's a comedy podcast, folks. Welcome to the Netflix Book Club. Welcome to the club, everybody. Come on in. Uh, um, I sounded funny? Oh, the sound. Nah, making a joke yeah. about the sound. We had a little sound problem on that one. That's all right, though. No, we got brand new mics. Brand so new mics. Shouldn't, yeah, have a, yeah, yeah. shouldn't have any more problems they like that. They come down from the ceiling like an old-time boxing ring. Yeah, see? It's a podcast. Yeah. Um. So we watched a movie this week. Yeah, is it my place or yours? Or is it your place or mine? Wait a second. I don't remember, honestly. Your place or my place? My place or your place? Your place or mine? Or mine. Okay. Yeah. Your place or mine. It's got uh, Reese Kutcher... <laughs> And Ashton with a spoon. It's uh, number three in movies today. This rom-com from the writer of The Devil Wears Prada and 27 Dresses stars Reese Witherspoon and Ashton Kutcher as BFFs who swap homes for a week. I hate when stuff like BFF gets used in a series. Not that it's serious, but it's like, have a little pride in your work. Best friends forever. Uh, as best friend forevers who swap homes for a week, sees. <laughs> yeah, they yeah they tell each other everything. Yeah, yeah, they talk to each other every day. Uh, yeah, it's not realistic. No, this should be under sci-fi. Perhaps <laughs> your uh, place or mine. Uh, this was you know love have, a rom com. Have you seen The Devil Wears Prada? No. Have you seen Twenty Seven Dresses? I, what are you doing with your time? You haven't seen these classics? I haven't seen them either. I don't know if I've seen 27 Dresses. I, oh, I'm sure you would know if you'd seen it. Oh, then I, then no, I haven't. I saw the first 26. Didn't ah. care for them, so I, I didn't see the 27th <laughs> one. I don't know. I guess the because that's the selling point, this rom-com from the writer of The Devil Wears Prada in 27. So I guess that writer, who is not listed, <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's big-time Hollywood. You know, people seek her shit out, I guess. Uh, yeah, I, I you know if we were a podcast that did a little bit more work, we I'll probably would have looked up the writer. I'll be honest. Okay, let me ask you a question. What's your pro- research process after you watch a movie for the pod? Well, I go to the internet. Internet. I go to the internet. The outernet. And I type it in. I Into do a, Google. I do a little typing. Goog. And yeah, and I look up uh, some information. For this one, uh, I didn't look up too much. I did look up the Rotten Tomatoes score. Are you curious? I bet it's. 62. Wow. Wow. Really? Dude, 32. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Did you like it? 
62. Uh, it, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Really? I'll say that. Wow. I'll say that it was not as bad as I thought it would be. Oh, my gosh. There were some laugh I'm sh- out loud I'm moments. I'm shocked. I'm shocked by this. I had a few laugh out loud moments. Okay. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to give it a stream it. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> I, th- I thought it was better than 32, personally. Jeez. It's from the writer of uh, The Devil Wears Prada and 27 Dresses, Mike. I, yeah, okay. A little I, respect on her name. What dude, name is that? I don't know. Yeah, whatever that name whatever is. That name may be. Respect it. Um, at an at an hour and fifty one minutes, I mean, no, I, I thought this movie stunk. I I, I can't. I I saw. Th- let's put it this way: I saw thirty two, and I was like, yes, I was happy to see it. That's what I thought it should have been. I Wait, thought thirty. You oh, you saw thirty two. Thirty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I said, yeah. perfect. Thank you. I finally everything made sense to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I wasn't upset. The, the heavens opened up. Yeah, and that was right sang. in the wheelhouse. Oh, yes, exactly. I was like, woo! Just that's a oh, it's a you meatball, Mister Tomato. Yeah, you're hitting that. You're hitting that out of the park right there. That's the, I, right where I was looking, right in the sweet spot. And that's a conglomerate, right? Yeah, I mean, the audience score was a little higher. It was forty. Yeah, I'm a man of the people, so I think it should have been a little higher, you know? Well, but that makes sense, because people love Reese Witherspoon, people love Ashton Kutcher. And I, I feel like Ashton Kutcher kind of carried the movie. Reese Witherspoon wasn't bad, don't get me wrong. She did, like, they both did a good job for a rom-com, because they're both good act. like... Yeah, sure, but... Th- they're I th- almost too good for this role. I, yeah, roles. for sure, because I mean? the movie... Yeah, because it stunk. Like, they... Yes, they could do... They're, they're both good act- actors. Like, the storyline... First off, they do so much of whatever that's called where they don't show you, but they tell you in the story. Yeah, exposition. Exposition. Yeah, f- yeah. They're setting up. My God, it goes on forever. It's like, we get it. They're Let me go- tell you something, little man. Your mother, she picked me up from rehab twice. She <laughs> massaged my feet. She drove to Ohio. Listen, bitch. <laughs> they do it the whole movie. The entire movie. But even in the beginning where it's like, okay, they're going to switch places. Right, right, Like, right. we get it. They just, all these details, who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't really stop, unfortunately. Most of the movie is that. There is some, there is, you know, and the jokes, man, you know, you know, they make new suitcases with the four wheels. I don't get why that was the joke. That they're like, ca- our entire movie, we're going to call back to this. Who cares? Okay. I mean, who's I got, the. I got a flight coming soon. I actually, it made me think I got to get my bag situation in order. Yeah, it makes me think Samsonite was the production company. <laughs> <laughs> they like, do, do you have a spinner? No, I got an old school one. And this movie's trying to shame me into buying a new piece of luggage. They make new ones. Yeah. Four wheels. Wow. Glides right along. Oh, I'm roaring with laughter. (laughs) (laughs) Like, who cares? Luggage humor. That's my favorite. You know, like, just (laughs) kind of dumb. I don't know. I could have used a little more uh, overhead compartment content in the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a luggage carousel singer. They spend a lot of time at the airport, not enough time on the airplane. Yeah. Like that scene at the end where they were both walking on this the moving sidewalk. You know, it, it was that wasn't the worst gag in the movie. It wasn't the worst gag. I didn't like it. Uh, it yeah, no, I didn't like most of the movie. I didn't like most of it. I also one of the reasons why I had a pro not a problem with it, but I have a very hard time when like the relatable one is still living in a beautiful house in pr- a prime location in Los Angeles. You know what I mean? Like with a yeah. kid in school and she's married to a, like a rock climber. It's like, I don't have sympathy for you. You know what I mean? I don't know. Anyone with too much money, I have a hard time watching the film and being like, you know, unless it's Bruce Wayne. gets <laughs> in the way for me. Yeah, I mean, it's the it's the woman story who put her life to the side a little bit, her dreams and yeah. for the family and stuff. But I agree. She lives on the side of a mountain. Who cares? Right. This tech billionaire chooses to live in her garden. So like, yeah. it must be and nice. And you're fucking him? 
Yeah, so that came out later, and who cares? Just too much of this stunk. Too much of this stunk. I didn't like that Steve Zahn and her had a friends with benefits situationship going on there. Yeah. And he yeah. describes it, he's like, my mentality is if I just keep showing up, doing her housework and fucking her, <laughs> maybe someday <laughs> she'll get married to me. It's like, dude, you already have what you want. You're a millionaire. You're it was, banging this broad. It was so corny. It was weird. And why wasn't he high? He should have been high. He likes yeah. drinking a brewski, but it's like this is L- yeah. this is California, man. Yeah, right. There should have been more weed in this movie. Should be Absolutely. doing something like that. Fucking kid should have been, you know, sent home. And he found pot in his backpack. That real estate that Ashton Kutcher is supposed to have lived in uh-huh. is like the guy's a billionaire. Yeah, I know that location. Yeah, pretty decently. Yes. and it's like, yeah, he's That's, crazy, crazy wealthy. You're. It's like Water Street in between the bridge. Like it's so expensive. Like the whole. She's like, he's calling. He's gonna want to lend me money. And it's like, well, twelve grand to take take care of your kid's medicine for the year. It's like, yeah, let your best friend pay for that. Oh, Mike, if you ever have that much money, I want twelve grand a year from you, Dennis. We can't get into the facts <laughs> on this movie because there is way too much bullshit that happened. Right. The the facts are just thrown out the window. They do not care. I mean, just right there in the scene, uh-huh. his ex girlfriend leaves him. He feels nothing towards her. Right. She fine. was a bitch, though. Fine. She, that actress made really... I'm fine with all this. ...practical choices. He goes, she took the car. So he walked to Manhattan. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, get another car? You get another car. You get another car. And that's... You not, cancel that ride. And that's not, Yeah, that's not even people that are 100 millionaires. <laughs> right, like, you right. just get another car. But also, wasn't she kind of a bitch for holding his feet to the fire on his birthday? On this podcast... I'll call a woman a bitch. Call that's her a, a bitch. That's Mike. no problem. Will you please call her a bitch for once in your life? <laughs> I'm saying it's your birthday and your fucking girlfriend of six months drops the what are we conversation on you. Yeah. It can't wait for the day after. Yeah, because when you go happy birthday, <sighs> it's supposed to be from the person whose birthday it is like, well, thanks for doing this on my birthday. Yes. You're saying happy birthday. Like, that's really bitchy. She was a bitch. Well, I called her bitchy. And she had that like very like, you just did it. <laughs> Like, that's how she talked. I was like, Ashton, you're dodging a bullet with this bitch. That's the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's here's one of the biggest fucking facts that don't make any sense whatsoever to me. Uh Reese Witherspoon goes to New York to take a course in statistics. Right. Two days later. A seven-hour flight, though. She has a final. hundreds of colleges beneath her. She has the final two days later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what It was it, an intensive. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll say, what are you talking about? It wasn't even a lab. She had a pencil. You know I mean? It just didn't make any sense. Like, a lot of yeah. information. Like, a lot of information. Finals tomorrow. Yeah, it was. What? I didn't understand. I actually rewinded. You want to talk about those exposition conversations? Oh, God. They dump all that info early on. I think she's talking to Tig Notaro, who, by the way, did a great job. There was a gag I kind of liked. Her coffee cup, coffee cup. got yeah, bigger yeah. and bigger. It was like, this is great. Right, right, right. Was it getting bigger and bigger? Now, at the very end, it it gets smaller again. But there was at a point every time she had a bigger uh, okay. cup. And I'm like, okay, this is pretty funny. So for me, the gag, the gag was just like, she's always drinking coffee. Yeah. And, I, and then I had the moment where I was like, that's a paper coffee cup. It's California. Again, it's like, she should be drinking from a reusable thing. You know what I mean? But whatever. Okay. I'll sure. send in my notes officially <laughs> later this week. Um. I was very delighted to see Tig Notaro. I think she's great in everything I see her in. Great dry humorist. Um, but she's explaining to Tig why she has to go to New York. And you know when you're reading a book and you get like through a page and you go, oh, I didn't process any of that information. Let me go back and read it again. Okay. And you have to do that four times before the information lands. 
I watched the scene like three times and I just kept zoning out by the time <laughs> it was only a 10 second rewind, but within three seconds I would zone out and then they'd have the conversation and I still didn't know why she had to go to New York. So I just let it go because he point. went to this and then she went to bed because they, they had sex that night, that night. Right. Why don't you, what happened to that guy who wasn't good at poker, but he put his chips where the mouth needed to be and <laughs> shut up. What happened to the guy who slid poker chips up my pussy until four in the morning? What happened to that guy? That guy's dead a long time ago. It was 2003. Yeah. The poker craze was creeping could, in everywhere. You could do things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a subtle um, asking for consent. I noticed that with what, towards the end when he's Reese, like, "Can I?" Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, like, "Can I?" She was yeah. like, "Yes," and I was like, "Ooh, enthusiastic consent." I like a I like a good ass. Gotta love that. I like a good hey, is it cool if I totally kill the moment? This is <laughs> <laughs> This is what they say. Nothing sexier than consent. Yeah, I guess that's true, right? But I don't say I like, that. I like the implied consent though. <laughs> I don't I don't like the I I don't like your the way you're laughing at that. No, no, no. You can leave, but she won't. <laughs> No, because because like of that. the implication. I don't mean like that. I mean, do you, you know go the, on a date. I know what that's wrong. You know the Always reference? Sunny, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Filled, okay. I mean, it's the dentist method, isn't it? Uh, they, they're getting on a boat. They're taking girls yeah. out on a boat. Yeah, because of the implication. And they're like, hey, but yeah, but they're not going to, they're going to say yes. Right. Because, because of the, of the implication. implication. <laughs> now, I'm saying, when I say implied consent, I mean like, you go on a date, you ask her to come back to your place. She does. You're right. sitting very close. Right. I don't want to ruin that moment, but be like, so I was thinking, right, right. Could right. I kiss? It's like, no, just take the shot. And if you get rejected, it's like, okay, it's not like I raped this woman and yeah, I tried yeah, to yeah. kiss her when everything was, yeah. You taking chapstick out? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing all these things because you don't want to just that, come out and ask. Is that a th I didn't know that. Am I supposed to be ch chapsticking my lips? No, what? I'm just saying you're going over the top with like, I. <laughs> Well, I go, the, I go the other way where if I have chapstick applied, I don't want to be a smeary mess when I kiss. So I like do the back of my hand. like <laughs> I run the back of the hand across my face real quick. Here I just, come. Yep. Yeah. Let me just dry off a little oh. bit. <laughs> oh, man. Only in the wintertime. In the summertime, I don't have to do that. <laughs> my lips can get pretty chapped in the wintertime. It's embarrassing. I feel like a child when my lips get chapped. <laughs> like you walk around and people just, I just assume people are looking at me like that giant child doesn't know how to take care of himself. <laughs> That's what they're thinking. That's what they're thinking. Yeah, oh, for yeah. sure. Well, if we learn anything from the uh, Hitchhiker movie that we did last week, it's that uh -huh. if you're six foot five, people are just looking at you like, oh God, a monster. You're a monster. Yeah, you're a monster. You should just walk around with a basketball under your arm. You think that would help? Yeah, at least they're like, oh, okay. That giant retard found a basketball. <laughs> 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 uh, can we cut the word retard yeah, out? No, I hit the sound effect. I hit the sound effect. I think when I use that word, it's usually pretty. It's almost always on myself. <laughs> oh, okay. I so see it's like saying. you know. Um, anyway. I thought you were going to say it's always funny. Uh, wow. Well, wow. listen, it's always funny in Mike's apartment. Speaking of, uh, so what do you think of the son in this movie? I wanted to beat him up. Yeah, honestly, he was he, annoying. He was allergic to everything, but it, it kind of got this feeling like was he? You knew something, yeah, right? Is his mother gaslighting him? Because then with once all these allergies, yeah, because then once you strap a a couple of skates on him and a stick, he's he a was fucking, hit, he was hitting the top corner. Yeah, he was going top shelf on these goalies. Shots through the five hole. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. The yeah, guy yeah. really play, you know. And then he gets he's he the gets, fastest kid out there. Probably. I had to look up hemo 
hemoglobin, hemophobia, yeah, hemo, yeah. whatever the hell he had. Sure. And it's like bruising, you know, bruising. Yeah, it's not a big blood in an organ. Like it could be serious, but not necessarily. Yeah, yeah. It's not a stroke. It's not a concussion. <clears throat> um, so, you know, you knew something was going to happen to him. I thought he was going to eat something and have an allergic reaction. I thought something like that. The too, hockey as thing well. was okay. He didn't even yeah. look like he got hit that hard in the hockey thing. Right? No, and, and that was like, you know, cool. And then he stood up for himself. You know, no, mom, yeah. I have friends and I want right. to play hockey. And, you know, like, again, it's the only way these people will accept me, mom. Ashton Kutcher is like, he's good. Like, he does a good yeah. job in this role. So you kind of believe all this. Um, yeah. You know, it's not, it's not terrible. It's not horrible. Uh, but yeah, I, you know. How about the gag about uh, his nicknames? He's coming up with all the nicknames. That's annoying. It's annoying. It's very, uh, I don't know. That's the humor of our time, though, now, where it's like the intentionally awkward thing. Cringe. Cringe, and then they also just like very socially, gracefully slide over it, you know, where they're just like, what? No, we don't do that. Ah, you know me. No, that needs some work. Yeah, well, here we go. Here's another one. It's, uh, you know, you watch movies from like the 70s, the 80s. The humor changes, and that's what we're living in right now. Or I think we're at the tail end of it, where it's like, like this is a corny film. Yeah. You know what I mean? Corn but ball. 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I don't think it would have been considered a corny film. It would just be like a regular rom-com. But I think we're on the tail end of this sort of humor right now. Huh. Tail end of this sort of humor. Tail end of like that Will Ferrell, super slapsticky, loud, the yell- constant yelling in comedic movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, this this movie took itself pretty seriously. I liked Steve Zahn's character, though. He should have been smoking pot, but... He should have been smoking pot. But I did like his character. What? How about the uh, girl that shows up? She becomes the best friend of Reese Witherspoon. She yes. shows up naked at the doorstep. I really liked what she was wearing. That was great. It's like a fancy hoodie. Fancy hoodie. It's like a, a fancy hoodie. That is like what it was. Nothing underneath. It, it was a fancy zip up. She's naked underneath. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect w- hoodie. And then Reese Witherspoon is like, "Don't worry, we've all done this." Which she had. She says it like, "Yeah, like uh, crazy." But I think that's ha- that's pretty. Ash, but she was like trailing away, like realizing, like, no, actually, she hadn't she had, done that. But, I, I thought. But she had the Earth Mama thing going on, not the New York. Yes, City, the you Gen know. X. Hippie Bride Earth Mama or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they look good. I mean, how old are these? Are they in their 50s? How, Reese Witherspoon's got to be like 55, right? I don't know. I wish... No research. You know what I do when I finish <laughs> watching one of the movies? This is my... I wish there was a way to know this stuff. This is generally speaking, generally speaking, after I finish a movie for the pod, or not for the pod, this is almost my always my ritual whenever I finish a movie. I go to Wikipedia, I read the entire synopsis, especially if there was anything that was kind of murky for me. Yeah. And I'll re- read the whole Wikipedia page, essentially. But then I go to IMDb, and I read the trivia about the movie. Oh. Which is just, like, interesting. T- sometimes it's really interesting stuff. Sometimes it's dumb. Sure. You know what I mean? But yeah, I yeah, yeah. always read that. This movie was so... Once the credits rolled, I forgot everything about this movie, basically. Yeah, it's very I just couldn't care anymore. You know, Extremely forgettable. It all worked out. I'm happy that Ashton Kutcher found Reese Witherspoon. You know. She's only 46. Really? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Reese. Sorry, Reese. Sorry about that, RW. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Not f- Yeah, fifty-five was a little high. All right. It's a comedy podcast. All right. Exaggeration. You know what I mean? And Ashton Kutcher's forty-five. Okay. So it might work out for these two. You know what? Maybe <laughs> they have a. Maybe they have a shot. Maybe they have a shot. Uh, there should have been more emphasis on the fact that the rock climbing father was not around. I feel like. Yeah, he really got off the hook. Yeah, like shouldn't he have been being dragged throughout the film where it's like he's not a great dad, he's never around. He didn't hang around. Ten months at a clip, he's gone. It was a divorce. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, They well, that wasn't the story. This, that wasn't the I story. I guess not. 
This was her getting her statistics degree in 18 hours. That should have been the story. What course woman is in the world? <laughs> That's the most she reads. She reads it at an, an incredible uh, speed. Even clearly. like a college winter break class. It's like two or three weeks, like the, four hours a day. The fact that they keep saying, I'm only here for a week. Yeah, yeah. And then using the word final. I'm and, only here for a week, but I've been to the Brownstone Bar 17 <laughs> times. What? Yeah, she's been to members. She's in Soho House meet, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meeting top publishers. She's on the board of directors. Unbelievable. I mean, well, you know, but all that stuff doesn't... You know, they tried to do something here where they have the two leads in a rom-com never actually with each other in the same scene. Like, it doesn't happen until almost the end of the Interesting movie. Interesting point. I didn't at the, think about At the that. airport. Yeah. So that's like the big, if there is a, this is a rom-com that, X, Y, Z, the leads aren't in the same room. I thought the title was a little misleading because it made it sound like the fact, like they were learning things about the other person through the apartment, where it's like you get that once or twice, but you don't get that at all from like Ashton's character. What, the post-it yeah. notes? It's like, no, you know she's fucking crazy anal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, it was that was just strictly to set up that they're going to be living in each other's places. Yeah. Like the titles kind of, it's, I don't know. It's also one of those things where we've seen this movie before. Oh, They've yeah. made this movie a hundred times. We kind of only threw this movie in this month because of Valentine's Day. This yeah. probably should have been last week, this movie. And, and then we're going to squeeze in Black History Month next week with the, the Five Bloods. Oh, thank God. Why? What are you freaking out over there for? What no, do you think I, I was going to say? I wouldn't want to miss. Jesus. I wouldn't want to miss it. Yeah, we might get, what, beat up? <laughs> I wouldn't want to miss it. No, well, we, I don't. <laughs> What did we do? What did we do before that? Did we not do? Uh, I won't say anything. Okay, I'm glad we're celebrating. Of course, we're <laughs> celebrating. We're honoring. We're okay. both wearing our, our dashikis right now. <laughs> uh, here's as far as President's Day go. I watched the Black Panther two trailer this morning. I'm celebrating. There you go. President's Day is tomorrow. Oh yeah, it is. I looked up some facts on that. Oh god, we got to squeeze President's Day. Yeah, in I'm too. just gonna get a quick Maybe one we in can here. Watch Dead Presidents, get Black History Month and President's Day. And the Day, President's all Day. The same That's thing. pretty shot. good. Nice. Kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. yeah, I think we should move it though as a nation. Move what? Black History Month. President's Day. President's Day. Yeah, it should it, the, it should be the Monday that follows after the Super Bowl. It makes too much sense. Wow. That's yeah. And it it's you heard all, it here first. Yeah. Folks. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Call your senators. You know what's funny is uh, recently, I, after the Super Bowl, I was talking to someone. I was like, I know they proposed it a couple times. How come they haven't moved the game to a Saturday? And apparently it's because more people are off on Sunday. Like, oh. you're going to get the maximum amount of viewers on a Sunday. Really? Then that's why you can't do it on a Saturday, because, like, service industry, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Oh. But I think you make a great point, where it's like, if it could at least be on a three-day weekend, you can get the benefits of both. And that holiday specifically is such a floating holiday, because it's Washington's birthday is the week before. Lincoln's birthday is the week after. And it's moved historically. Let me ask you a question. No one thinks it's a little suspect that all these dead white people presidents were born right around the same time right around president's day i think you a lot don't think something's up there why are you holding up a triangle and putting your tongue through it right now <laughs> is this the super bowl the rolling stones meets pink floyd illuminati it's the oh, illuminati no it's not triangle with a tongue i think so buddy you ever really? see the yeah ever see jim jim carrey on uh one of those late night shows he goes like full off illuminati and he's doing this with the tongue through the triangle? I've seen the triangle. I don't know the tongue. Yeah, something about, uh, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know the name of it, but yeah. Now, Jim Carrey, listen, Jim Carrey said it late night TV. I mean, Jim Carrey's a fucking wack. If anybody knows. He's yeah. a hilarious wackadoo, but. If, if anyone knows, it's him. It's Jim Carrey. It was either him or, or Andy Kaufman speaking through him. Right. But yeah, he did it. 
Man on the Moon? You big Kaufman guy? I don't know. I think to go back and watch it when you know, like when you're in on it, because it's yeah. like, oh, this guy's doing it. That's the joke. The bit is that he's doing this thing. I don't know if in real time, if I was watching that, if I would have just been like, I, this guy's annoying me. Yeah. Like but, some of the alt comedy that happens nowadays makes me roll my eyes. I think someone reading The Great Gatsby for four <laughs> hours, I'd just be like, all right, we get it. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. I also understand the... I don't know what you'd refer to it as. The avant-garde. Uh, the value of committing to the bit. You can't just read. You can't go up there and be like, I'm going to read The Great Gatsby and read two chapters. You got to read the whole thing. Right. But for the audience members. Yeah. But then I guess you also see people at the end in the movie, Man on the Moon, you see those kids at the end who you could tell they're like, hey, we made it through the whole thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> like we'll always have that story of we yeah. sat there all night. I don't know. Yeah, I saw a Andy Kaufman clip recently where he does – Old McDonald, mm-hmm. and he just sings the song, and he's yeah. bringing people up yeah. to do all the voices, and he's just bringing them up to, you know, and just ripping them apart, whether or not they're singing it or not, because yes. it's already playing on a tape, and he's, and it's like, but I know that this is Andy Kaufman, and you're watching a clip about a guy who used to do these bits that were, like, meta yeah. and not necessarily punchlines, and it's like, so that's why I'm watching, and I get it, and I guess it's funny, and then, you know, just like, genius, Andy Kaufman, I'm like, if I was sitting in that room, I probably would have been like, what is this? You know? Yeah, we'd be the Hollywood bigwigs puffing cigars like, no. <laughs> be like, get him out of my building. <laughs> Me and you are way too straight-laced for that shit. We'd just be like, he wants how much money? No, but even if you were a comic then, you'd be looking especially, like... Especially if I was a comic. He's like, oh, I'm glad he spent so much time writing. Yeah, you know, exactly. I, know, I would have been rolling right. my eyes. Yeah. And he went long. And he went long, right? <laughs> I know. He's singing every verse of Ronald McDonald up there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I don't know, but then again, if I was friends with Andy Kaufman and he had me doing stuff with him, I'd be like, you are a genius. Sure. And if I was in on it. Sure. Like the Jerry Lawler. Lawler? Jerry Lawler? The wrestling guy? Uh Uh-huh. Where when you're watching the movie, because I assume a lot of people who watch the movie were not around for Andy Kaufman back in the day. Sure. And they're learning about him from the movie. So when you find out that Jerry Lawler, even even he was in on it, Mm -hmm. you're like, holy shit, that's really cool. That's funny. Right. But, you know, watching it at home, you're just like, Hollywood's crazy and what he was the guy that would show up and be andy kaufman at times no, that or was, something um bob zamuda oh. and uh tony clifton tony oh. clifton was the character oh the right, lounge right, singer right. which was my favorite shit yeah actually that is pretty genius i forgot about uh that's pretty good tony clifton yeah tony clifton make everybody before he comes out he may ladies and gentlemen if you could please extinguish all cigarettes uh mr clifton keeps the singing voice you know yeah so clean, blah, 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 and he has an allergy. First thing he does when he comes down on stage is light up a cigarette. It's like, that's fucking great. It's that's really great. Good. Yeah, that is great. Um, anyway, Andy Kaufman should have been in this movie. Yeah, that, that would have been good. That would have been better. would have been a little, that would have been a curveball. What do you think is next for the rom-com writer of The Devil Wears Prada in 27 <laughs> and your place or mine? Uh, probably anything they want, because <laughs> it's number three in movies today, but it was number one and two for the last, however... Since it's been out, it's yeah, been... Yeah, a lot of boyfriends got roped into watching it this weekend. Uh, yeah, for Valentine's... That's why they dropped it on Valentine's Friday, Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but no, this, this movie... What'd you do for Valentine's Day? Watch this movie. Anything? That was it? Yeah. Uh, that's all? Yeah, it stunk. <laughs> the movie, I'm saying. <laughs> uh, no, you're not a fan of those Hallmark holidays, right? Just the Hallmark movies you like. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just like the greeting cards that comes like out that. of Hallmark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big greeting it's my favorite. cards guy. Every time I go into a CVS, I got to stop down the the card aisle and see what Hallmark's up to nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. You know me. I'll go check it out. Oh, yeah. Gotta love it.
So um, what's what's the movie next week? <laughs> the Five Bloods, a Spike Lee joint. Yeah, that'll be good. I'm looking forward to that. I've heard good things. I'm surprised I haven't watched it yet, actually. But I was happy to hear that you hadn't and that we could celebrate Black History Month by watching it. Well, good. Although Spike Lee probably wouldn't want us talking about it. Not in. I'll in, save all my Spike Lee jokes for next week. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're about there, right? You got anything else you want to share? I mean, share? we're not anywhere close as far as time goes. Really? Oh, yeah. The way you said that, I feel like we started five minutes ago now. Yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> Mike's looking at the computer right now, and he's just like, how do I tell Dennis I never hit record? <laughs> Hold on. Let me just check my notes. <laughs> Episode number 145. 145. 145. And I started on, in on this podcast, I want to say, uh, around in the 90s, somewhere in the 90s. It was before 100. So we probably just about hit a year, I'd say, right? Yes, we did. It's our year anniversary today. Let's call it. <laughs> yeah. Mark it, dude. <laughs> What'd you get me? <laughs> Hallmark, uh, <laughs> how'd you know? Yeah. Well, Netflix is going to continue to make these movies. Yeah. And it's, you know, we'll watch them. This and you'll watch them. I mean, it's but a, they go into the ether after this. It's a no stream for me, obviously. I mean, yeah. let me just go out and say it. When there's no theater experience for you to go see it in theater, and there's also no more hard copy aspect, a movie like this truly kind of just gets forgotten, I feel like. You know what I mean? No one will ever go back. Like, no one's ever going to go back and watch this. No one's ever going to... No, this is very... Uh, it's very digestible media. Like, it's a one-and-done thing. Right. You know what I mean? Why would we go back and watch this again when Netflix is just going to put out another movie just like this in a year? Yeah. Or not even, you know what I mean? Like, there's a there's a slew of these to choose from. But you loved me then. Why didn't you never tell me? You know I don't keep mementos. You know how I feel about mentos. Yeah, I didn't get that joke. Me mentos. Is that a, like, fresh maker joke? The I think, no, I, they didn't. I wish they made a joke. No, it was like a pun that didn't even make sense. And Ashton Kutcher, it's like, listen, you're not cute anymore. I mean, you are. But not cute enough to make memento mento funny. Like, none of that was He don't good. look 45. He looks 30. Yeah, he looks great. Yeah. But also, he's he's getting that Scientology thing in him. You think so? I don't know, but these... I don't think so. Eh, they start looking like, no. You know what he did for... You're drinking uh, kids' blood. You're he, doing something. Didn't he speak at Congress against pedophilia? Didn't he do a bunch for human trafficking? Oh. Ashton Kutcher? He took a few years off acting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I have no idea. That's why you didn't see him for a long time. Oh. He had that, that 70s show money. Which allowed him to like do, and I forget how he got into it, but I don't know if it was preparing for a role or something, but he got very involved with like uh, human trafficking laws and trying to track, crack down on that sort of shit. Well, that's good. Yeah. Better than this movie. <laughs> so you can only shit on him so much when you know he's out there doing God's Yeah, work. you would think he was smart enough. Why don't you stick to protecting young kids from getting diddled? <laughs> stay away from rom-coms, Ashton Kutcher. That 70s show, Mila Kunis was only 14. I know. And apparently she lied about that. Yeah, she said she was like 19 or something. So do you th is this just Ashton Kutcher getting ahead of it? Was he himself the perpetrator? You know how a lot of times it's the person that's, you know, going out. For those out. of you who don't know, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are married. Now. Now. I wonder how much older he is than her. Oh, my God. Are we going to about to crack open this case? <laughs> you got a lot to answer go. for, Ashton Kutcher. I'm going to look it up right now. Yeah. We'll go to the videotape. Is it Mila Kunis or Mila Kunis? I think it's Mila Kunis. It's victim after this information. <laughs> it's Jane Doe. She's 39. Oh, so, so he was 20 when she was 14. Right. So when she was 18, he was 24. Correct. 
So that's what I mean. Good but, for him. Then. But <laughs> she she lied about her age. Right, right. So he's like, he's like, I thought she was thirty two. But they were definitely like making out. You think so? <laughs> they made out on the show. Oh yeah, that's a good point. They bang in the van all the time. That's right. Oh my god. <laughs> Did you ever watch? What were we watching? <laughs> <laughs> well, now he's speaking of the. It was the seventies. It was another time. Right now he's in Congress, being like, "We got to stop pedophiles." Yeah, no kidding. This being guy. Like, now that I've got my taste, no one else. <laughs> right. It's always the leader of the cult. <laughs> it's the worst offender. Um. Apparently, they came back. He came back. They're in uh, that 90s show. Yeah. I saw it. And uh, I forget where I heard this from. But, like, the script came out, and he was like, I don't think really want to do this. You know, you want to get involved with this? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, that show made our careers. We're doing it. Oh, really? We're doing it as, like, a. I don't care how bad it is. Like, yeah, we're going (laughs) to do it. You know what I mean? That's great. Well, every. I think it's kind of cool. Every single cast member did it. Everybody came back. Except for the guy who's, like, you know, in court. He's accused of being a rapist or something. Which sucks because he was always my favorite character. What can you do? The allegations Uh, are pretty bad. So. Yeah, they're pretty bad. So you just have to say. But outside of him. Everybody came back. Yeah. So, you know, it was a pretty good show. You know, it's it's a whole new group of kids and it's a whole new group of like And they're still smoking pot. Circumstances. Yeah, they're still smoking pot. So that's you know, that's cool. Yeah, right and kidding. That's a good message to tell the youth <laughs> that smoking weed is cool. Yeah, that's great job that ninety show. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I don't know. We milked as much as we possibly know. could out what of this. What are we dude. at anyway? Now we're at thirty-three. Uh, what else did he do on Valentine's Day? He <laughs> <laughs> didn't ask me about my Valentine's Day. Yeah, because I don't want it to be a sad podcast. Womp, womp. <laughs> What'd you do on Valentine's well, Day? Well, I let the butter in the fridge come to room temperature. <laughs> You know, when I make the stew, I usually chop the onions no. vertically. Oh, yeah, I did make a beef stew. I was going to bring you some. Really? And then I remember you can't eat red meat. Yeah, I don't eat red meat. You can't eat red meat. I got the gout. Meat. You got the gout. Yeah. And then I was going to bring you cherries because of the gout. Oh, cherries are good. They're expensive, bro. Yeah, I, they make, are. I, I was going to get you some. Didn't do it. Cheap. Yeah. Too was cheap. It, it's, just, it's not cherry season. It's the middle of winter. I, ha- I got an industrial 55-gallon tank of cherries for you, Mike. Perfect. You could dunk yourself in those cherries. Great. After you eat some red meat. Good. Anyway. So? So follow the podcast at Netflix Book Club Podcast. You can see the whole schedule on there. Follow me at Dennis Rooney 7 Mike, you still doing that underscore thing? Yeah, that's the uh, my social media handles. Underscore at underscore Mike Tui. I think you should change your social media handles to at and then the word underscore. Underscore yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike Tui. Underscore Mike Tui. Um, this way you can tell people like there's no need to take that dash and drop it down to the floor. <laughs> Just type that shit out all the way. Underscore. Uh, yeah. Well. It's U-N-D-E-R-S-C-O-R-E-M-I-K-E-T-O-O-M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Uh, rate, review, and subscribe. Yeah. Wherever you're listening to Why this. Not? We love you. We're going to have a video element soon. Video. Element. All right. It's the year anniversary of me being on the pod. I'm making a statement. Yay. Video's coming, goddammit. I think we're about there, right? You got anything else you want to share? I mean, we're not anywhere close as far as time goes. Really? Oh, yeah.